This podcast is sponsored by Ball in Maidstone, your brand new luxury sports and gaming bar with American pool, table tennis, beer pong, live sports, delicious food and bottomless brunches. Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Hello and thanks for listening to today's Kent Online podcast. I'm Jamie Long. It's Wednesday the 16th of February. And first today, a Herne Bay mum is urging women to get their smear test after cervical cancer left her unable to have any more children. 29-year-old Naomi Howam started getting symptoms after having her son but thought it was connected to recently giving birth. She's been telling the Kent Online podcast about her experience. So I was pregnant with my son when I was 25. So I couldn't have my first smear because I was pregnant. And I suppose when you've had a baby, the last thing on your mind is a smear test. You obviously have a newborn baby, all of the things that come with that. And anything in that area that you seem to have a problem with, you would always put down to, oh, I've just had a baby. Looking back at it now, if I had known What I know now about cervical cancer and symptoms, I would have gone to the doctor a lot sooner. Um, So I think it's always uh, hindsight is always a great thing. But I also put it down to there's not enough out there about symptoms of cervical cancer. It doesn't get spoken about enough. People are so unaware. Went into the hospital, had my hysterectomy. That didn't go straight forward. I lost a lot of blood quite quickly. Um, was in hospital and in intensive care for quite a long time. My family had to visit me there. The biopsy from my hysterectomy had shown that my cancer had spread into my nearby lymph nodes. So they decided that I needed to have chemo and radiotherapy. So I had an intense chemo and radiotherapy course of six weeks, which there I got sepsis twice during it because the chemotherapy gives you no immune system and really opens you up to infection. So I think the whole thing obviously now I had chemo and radiotherapy it killed the ovaries that they'd left meaning that I can't have any more children so it's a it's a hard thing and I think I always look back and think if I had known more or I'd known and it was spoke about more and I'd known that what I was experiencing wasn't down to having given birth it was actually down to cancer symptoms that I may if I'd just gone that little bit sooner maybe I would still be able to have children I mean I don't have a choice anymore and I say this to my closest friends girls that I meet like even if I just go out like for a drink in the pub and I get talking to someone and they ask me about what I've gone through and I just always say like you don't understand the importance because they don't and then when I explain what it has done to my life and the shock that they get from that I understand like why people would be embarrassed but actually in the grand scheme of things would you rather be embarrassed for five minutes than leaving it and leaving it not even knowing the symptoms and then being told actually that is what it is and you can't have children anymore it's and then five minutes that's all that takes all latest figures show 30 percent of those eligible don't get screened with nearly half of them saying it's because they're too embarrassed Jeanette Forder is a women's wellness coach smear tests are so important for women's health um, and it's the best way to catch any sort of cancer or anything like that So the fact that there's so many that are saying they're embarrassed to go is really quite worrying. Um, I guess some of it might be that they're embarrassed to go and have this test when their doctor is perhaps male. For some young women, that can be a really um, big shock. 
So I would suggest they kind of have a conversation with their girlfriends or other women that have, have been through it. You know, I've had numerous smear tests in my time. And whilst I wouldn't say I enjoy them, I understand the importance of them. Um, and I kind of approach it that this isn't, you know, it is intimate, but the doctor isn't there. It's a different relationship that you have. It's the doctor. They're not necessarily seeing you as, you know, that young, sexy woman. They see you slightly differently. It's a, a job that they need to do. So actually, if you can start to kind of separate yourself from that emotion that is involved in that process, then that might help. I think, you know, take a friend along. You know, if you've got a close friend, just so you've got someone else in that room, not necessarily, you know, taking <laughs> watching or whatever, but someone else that can give you that confidence. Um, and then, you know, it's a really simple thing. If you're really nervous and it's a male doctor, ask for a female nurse to be there or ask if you can have a female nurse to actually do the smear test for you because that can feel so much better because they understand where you're coming from. Next, the Kent Online podcast has been told that our police forces are in a crisis. That's according to a former Kent police officer. Wendell Henry says he was repeatedly racially targeted and fears recent news of discrimination across the UK are causing the public to lose faith in the force. Well, a recent survey shows 48% of people don't trust the police to do a good job. On last night's Kent Online lowdown, Tommaso Domidio spoke to Labour councillor Lola Owuse, who also stood as a candidate to become the Kent's Police and Crime Commissioner. She's told him she still has trust in the force. Let me tell you something. Nothing faces me anymore because racism is everywhere. It's not just in the Met Police. It's all across different organisations, all around UK and even outside of UK. How we deal with the issue of racism is the most important important thing. We need to recognize that it exists and we need to put some action you know, uh, in place to tackle those issues. I personally, I have not lost any trust in, in the police because you will always have bad eggs. You will always have bad apples, you know, in the midst of good bunches. You just need to train yourself and train your people to separate the good from the bad. Lola, I want to show you this. This is the um, is the Twitter poll which we've put up on Kent Online. Almost sixty percent of the of the more than five hundred people voted, saying that yes, their trust has been affected. Um, are you are, are, are you surprised? What, what, what do you make um, of this um, of these results? I'm not surprised. Obviously, people who you know have been following what's going on on social media you know, would basically base their response on what they've had on the news, what they've read online and things like that. However, this 59.6% of, you know, 500 people does not represent the whole of Kent. And like I said, I still trust, you know, I still trust, you know, the police. I still believe that there's a lot of them that are doing a good job. And I'll tell you, one of the good things that Kent police have done recently we had Equalities Week, you know, Equalities Week, Racial Equality Week, just, you know, last week, and it, it filtered in through this week. The Kent Police have been campaigning on Racial Equality Week. They've had things going on, on you know, training going on within the Kent Police, with the officers, with the leaders. But what they have not done is to basically publicise it, 
in a bigger way where it caught, it gets a lot of media attention and social you know social media attention as well so i'm saying to you i personally believe that we have lots of good police officers and you know and police women and you know in kent and even in the metropolitan police as as bad as it might be we still have good officers out there the kent online podcast with ball in maidstone an inquest has opened into the death of an 11-year-old schoolboy who was hit by a minibus in Northfleet. We're told Simon Jan Lexnar died in hospital from a head injury after being knocked down on Vale Road earlier this month. No more details were given during a brief hearing at County Hall in Maidstone this morning. A teenage boy who was arrested on suspicion of manslaughter is out on bail. A delivery driver from Swale has been jailed after trying to groom someone he thought was a 14-year-old girl. Walter Ripley was actually sharing inappropriate messages with an undercover decoy who confronted him before he was arrested. The 33-year-old from Orchard View in Tenham has been locked up for three years. Kent Online News. A former Kent post office manager has been giving evidence to a public inquiry looking into the wrongful convictions of hundreds of staff. William Graham was one of more than 700 workers wrongly accused of theft, fraud and false accounting because of a flawed computer system. He worked at the Riverhead branch in Sevenoaks and says he was too scared to report losses of £50,000 back in 2008. I can't remember very much about that day. Um, all I can remember is when they said the 32 weeks in prison and there was a gap, I could just hear my wife scream. Both of us thought that was I was going down. And then, of course, he suspended the sentence and, and the relief for me um, was massive. Oh, sorry. That's OK. Please, there's absolutely no rush. If you'd like to take a break... We can. No, we'll carry on. No. Carry on. Yeah, it's. I vowed not to do this. <laughs> Try to be. Um, yeah, and it was just the thought of not. You know, the thought of not seeing your kids and knowing my wife was going to be struggling to. You know, it was just hell. It was. It, but I got to go home that night, and that was. Yeah, I justified the. You know, taking the deal with the fact that I could go home. What was the impact on your mental health? Oh, I mean, I went to the doctor. I was um, diagnosed with depression because yeah, I, I just felt worthless. I felt absolutely, you know, I mean, I've got a wife and children at home. Um, I couldn't provide for them. I had to put that facade of being in front of them to have been in control when, in fact, when they'd gone to bed or when they'd gone to school, it it went, it was, I just, I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know how we were going to keep the house. You know, the mortgage company were threatening to, to repossess the house. How did your wife cope? She, stronger than me, because, you know, we've got two daughters and if it wasn't for her, I probably wouldn't be here now. I would have. It got to a stage where I felt I just don't want to be here. I just, I wanted it all gone. But if it wasn't for her and the kids, I just, my wife is amazing. 
What do you want from the post office? I want them to find out what went wrong. You know, what has caused the problems with the system? You know, with the, uh, how, much, how many billions of pounds have spent on this system? You know, surely they've got to come forward and actually tell us what went wrong. When did they know it went wrong? And why they didn't just come out, admit there was a problem, sort the problem out and deal with it, rather than put everyone... I mean, these people were, you know, I mean, I've gone through far less than a lot of people that you're going to hear from, and I didn't, you know, I was fortunate not to, not to go to prison. But for them people, you know, for, for all of us, we just want some sort of justice for us. Get the people up here admitting they'd made mistakes, admitting they'd covered things up, admitting and actually get that down. And we can, you know, and you can, we can sort of say, you know, in legal terms, we're cleared now. But it, you know, there are still people that I've heard say, oh, there's got to be something in it. I'm sure not all of it, you know. And I just want the posters to stand up and say, we knew there's a problem. This is when it started. This is what we didn't do. This is what we should have done. And get justice for the people that have gone through this Pain. The inquiry's looking at whether the post office knew about faults with the technology. Gym users near Dartford have been hit with £100 fines after changes to the use of its car park. Members of Pure Gym in Crayford could previously park for free, but a new operator's taken charge of the site, meaning they have to register their number plates. Some say they weren't told, but the gym says signage is clearly displayed. It's feared building a fourth McDonald's in Ashford could create traffic pandemonium. Plans for the 24-hour drive through restaurant off Church Road have already been approved, but businesses near the so-called tank roundabout are worried congestion will get even worse. Now, residents in Gillingham have started a petition to try and stop a new housing development on a former tennis club site. People living in Second Avenue have spent the past five years campaigning against the transformation of the old Avenue Tennis Club. The plans have been rejected, but there are currently two appeals underway. Louise Fish is a resident whose property would back on to the development. We don't have many green spaces in Gillingham. We don't have as many as we should have, so to build on a green space like that wouldn't be good so that's it is important for everybody if we could keep that as a green space. I think that they've been fantastic community they've all pulled together to um, object to this mm -hmm. and you know they are determined that it's not going to be built on mm -hmm. so no matter what the uh, result is at least as a community they all know that they've pulled together to do their best. A weather warning for strong winds in Kent has been upgraded. An amber alert will now be in force on Friday as Storm Eunice is expected to bring gusts of up to 80 miles per hour. The Met Office say flying debris could cause a danger to life with travel disruption, damage to buildings and power cuts very likely. And finally, today you can head over to Kent Online where you can see aerial images of a new £115 million leisure complex in Canterbury. A number of bars and restaurants are due to open at the Riverside site in Kingsmead this summer along with a cinema and public square. The project was due to be completed last year but councillors are confident it'll be worth the wait. 
Well, that's all for today's episode. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Insta for all of the latest news in Kent. And you can also subscribe to get all of the latest editions of the KM newspapers and get exclusive content with Kent Online Digital Plus. Just head to kentonline.co.uk forward slash subscribe. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Ball in Maidstone, your brand new luxury sports and gaming bar with American pool, table tennis, beer pong, live sports, delicious food and bottomless brunches.